Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Here are your idiot hosts, I mean regular hosts, Adam and Joe. Thanks, Otto, and welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. I am Joe, and there is no Adam, but we've got... Shannon and Angela. Shannon is here, that's good. I almost said Shannon for Angela, but that's at the end. <laughs> that's a, jumping ahead. What's wrong I with you? I kind of just want to get this over with. Yeah, attack this, me, guys, please. Uh, we're doing Mars Attacks, and it it, it sucks. <laughs> it's a really bad movie. <laughs> so, this movie came out in 1996, and I'm pretty sure that was the last time I saw it. Yeah. So I was 10, and I remember... I. So last week when we were talking about Undercover Blues, you mentioned that you were worried that it was a nostalgia thing and that the movie wouldn't actually be any good. I think that totally applies here. Oh, yes. do you remember, remember Mars Attacks it, being good? I remember it being a lot better than it was. I remember it being bad, up. but it's even worse than I remember it. So I kind, I kind of, I'm with you. I remember mm. it being better than it is, but it, this is hot garbage. Where Shannon never saw the movie because it was so awful. I didn't even like <laughs> have my eyeballs open for it. So, so if you love Mars Attacks and you're not going to want to sit here and listen to three people trash it for the next, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. Um, go ahead, shut the podcast off because you're just going to be upset. Uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. we'll see you next week when we uh, discuss Coneheads in probably a more favorable light. But uh, also yeah. go to moviews.com and tell us why you think it's wonderful. Yeah, even better than that. Just totally trash us. Tell us how stupid we are for not liking Mars yeah. Attacks. And I will rebut you in kind. So <laughs> Bring it on. Sucks. <laughs> Anyways, before, as you know, as always we do here on the Movie Dummies Podcast, before we hop into Mars Attacks, Shannon, what do you have to recommend or not recommend or whatever? Ah, so this week... I decided to, I watch Netflix a lot, so I decided to watch Bill Nye's new show Ooh. on Netflix. Oh, Here comes yuck, a hot yuck, take. yuck, And <laughs> it's called Bill Nye Saves the World, and the very first episode kind of upset me just watching mm-hmm. it because it's on climate change, and it's really pushing that envelope there. And so I was like, you know what, I'll give it another chance. So I watched the second episode, and I just can't get on board with it. I don't like... The style of the show, it it's playing more towards the... It is a partisan program. Yeah, but it's also playing to all of us kids who watched Bill Nye growing up. And it's kind of taking an older take on some of us who still don't get science. Um, and it has a few experiments in it, mm-hmm. but it has more of like... Let's have a conversation about this. Let's right. hear some experts about this. And I'm like, I don't want to hear anything. I want to see cool science. So this right. week in school, I was like, let's watch some old Bill Nye. And so that kind of. But the problem with the show, as we discussed heavily during the week, is that it's it's partisan and there's no discourse. So when they have their little conversation, it's an echo chamber. They're, he only invites people on who have his point of view. Mm-hmm. Right. So you get absolutely nothing out of it other than his point of view, which could be right. It could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think what also sparks some interest into the show and maybe why it's a hit is he has like a guest celebrity at the end and you don't know who it is. And so you kind of wonder who this is while you're watching the show. And like the second episode, I just fast forward to the end to see who it was. <laughs> I was like, hmm. But... I don't recommend actually finishing it. I watched one and maybe I 
will watch the rest and just kind of skim the parts and watch the experiments because that's what I'm in for. Go science. Go science. So that's what I don't recommend is Bill Nye Saves the World. How about you, Joe? What do you recommend? What do I recommend? I recommend a Netflix series, docu-series called The Keepers. It is about Baltimore in the 1960s and the murder of a nun. And it starts from there and it gets super deep and dark from there. And I watched it pretty quickly because it is engrossing. You just like the way that they've presented the material sucks you in and it just keeps pulling you in and you don't go watching this for a conclusion to the story. There isn't one. Um, because the almighty Catholic church is quite powerful. Who knew, right? Weird. And they're going to get away with everything. So you said it takes place in Philadelphia, Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. So it, the case happened in the sixties. Um, there, the other stuff that happens in the show gets reopened in the nineties. And then it's looked at all the way up until 2016. So they followed these people for a long time. Hmm. Sorry, the first thing that went through my head was, good morning. Oh my gosh, (laughs) me too. Oh, yeah. I was really hoping it wasn't that because, you know, Hairspray has like a good feeling inside my heart. If you like true crime, if you like docuseries, it's, I'd say it's better than making a murderer because this is actually true. Hmm. So. Yep. Okay. And I also recommend a book. I, I received it in a loot crate, I don't know, two, three years ago or something, but. And it's wildly popular, and they're making a movie out of it. It's called Ready Player One. I finally started reading it, and it is awesome. <laughs> I wish Adam was here. It's like right up his alley. It's it's a futuristic like fantasy novel, uh, totally in love with the 1980s. Hmm. It's right up his alley. So it's by Ernest Klein, and if you do the audiobook version, it's been narrated by Will Wheaton. Ooh, we so, know that name. Who doesn't love Will Wheaton? Yeah. yeah, he's got a good he's got a good narrating voice. Maybe those people that really don't does. like Wheat. <laughs> so, that's my recommendations. What about you, Angela? Uh, well, I finished finally watching Thirteen Reasons Why, and boy, mm-hmm. is that depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, as we laugh. <laughs> no spoiler, I mean, if but I didn't laugh. I'd cry. It was just it. It was it. Yeah. We talked about it post podcast. To be very, huh? We talked about it post podcast. Do you remember? Yeah. And now, uh, yeah, I remember. I told you that you're going to see the reason why. (laughs) Yeah. There's not 13 reasons. There's just the one. There's just the one for sure. And there were a lot of those other 12 Mm -hmm. were reasons why it could have, why there was the potential for it to not happen. Mm -hmm. But there was really only one reason why it happened. Yeah. And it makes, I found the ending to be very, very unfulfilling. Oh, well, yes. you kind of had to see that coming. It's not like she was faking her death. No, but I mean, I I just mean that it, I didn't feel like it actually concluded. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. find out what happened with the lawsuit. We didn't find out what happened to Bryce. We didn't find out, oh. you know, mm-hmm. whether Alex lived or died. You know, it just, there were a lot of, it, it didn't well, conclude. Really? This is based on a book or mm. or book series. I'm not sure. So you can check to see if there's more. Um, I, I talked about it that. online with some people briefly. And I said that 
the way that this show is made and the way that it was put together is actually like better than the scripts and then and the story. I think mm-hmm. that they they engineered the show to be produced or uh, presented to the viewer in a dynamic way that made it compelling to watch and watch and watch, even though it was so depressing. And they said and that they, the, the they books kind of succeeded. And that's why, because the books suck. They said they're kind of lame. That's and why I, the show I ended up being watched, better. Well, I actually watched the Beyond the Reasons or whatever. Ooh. This little, uh, little 10 minute thing. <laughs> that just auto played after the last episode. Apparently, Selena Gomez was an executive producer, by the way, yeah. which yeah. kind of made me hate it a little bit. But <laughs> well, um, I looked up some information on Thirteen Reasons Why. It was a 2007 novel, and they based the novel, or the, I'm sorry, they based the TV series on the novel. But it looks like that currently it's in the news because they're going to possibly do a season two. That would be wonderful, and then they can answer all those questions, and I would feel better about it. I imagine it's going to be an anthology series, though. We're not going to see what happens with the same characters. We're going to see another person commit suicide. I'm not sure. You might see... I I hope not. A la American Horror Story True Detective. Right. I don't don't want that. I want a conclusion (laughs) to the story I'm already invested in. (laughs) Right. And you don't want to build a totally new series off different people... And have to sit through that depressing saga all over again. You want to see a positive outcome <clears throat> from this miserable life that they're all kind of just the the going kid through. in Thirteen Reasons Why too. The kid from Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's his name in there? Cliff. What's his name? Clay. 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 Sorry, Cliff Clavin. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clay. He's a super good actor. That kid. He is. He acted beautifully throughout the entire oh. series. It was. It was gorgeous. And Hannah Baker is Australian. So yeah, pretty good American right. accent. I had no and idea. The the Clay it, character had a lot of crap going on too. Yeah. You yeah. know. No spoilers, but yeah. So oh, yeah. But it just kinda shows you that one person's life has a lot happening and they show you over multiple characters. And you really could have heard someone's story in this one episode and get to know them, and there's still more we don't know. Right. Because we all have these... We all put up these walls, right? We're just not as connected as we think. I mean, we're more connected than ever, but we've never been farther apart as a society. I think think the biggest takeaway from this is to understand that people who are in the most need of help are going to be the people who are pushing people away the farthest. Yeah. So, you know, people can look for, you know, signs of suicide or, or whatever, Mm -hmm. but there probably isn't any, there aren't, there really aren't because those people aren't going to ask for help. They're not going to cry out for help. They're not going to draw attention to themselves because they truly believe that, everything bad that's happening to them is their fault that they're bringing it on themselves that somehow some way they are making they're they're just ruining everybody else's right. lives and everyone's them. life would be better off without them and but i think that kind of all the arguments we've society heard. that's everyone's into them them themselves me yeah i would suspect that suicide has probably a uh, upward trend i'm i'm going to go ahead and assume i don't know Ugh. It's a hard topic I, to discuss. I don't know. I don't this know is uh, the Chop true, Suey but... podcast where we dissect suicide. 
Sorry. Chop suey? Uh, mm. I loved chop suey growing up. You know, I just <laughs> I just referred to chop suey as <laughs> dissecting know. suicide, right? Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. But when you talk about food, I'm like, mm. It's kind of like, you know, friends. Joey, don't touch my food. Right. I love food. Joey, Joey doesn't, doesn't share food. Share food. Yeah, there you go, guys. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. We fit in our friend reference. <laughs> okay, moving forward. Moving so forward. So moving forward, watch 13 Reasons Why. It's very thought-provoking. Uh, yeah. I'm it's... not sure whether or not you should watch Sense8, though. That's weird. Sense8 is weird. Like it. It's the old Wachowskis, no longer brothers. They're sisters now? Who the hell knows? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, they've both whacked their wings off, I think. What? Now they're chicks. Okay. Yeah. No wings Fun. allowed. Fun. <laughs> Sounds like a great Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Takes yeah. all kinds, right? I think I watched I like five minutes of Sense8 and I was like, this isn't going to be good. The premise is too flawed. I've I've watched three episodes and I have absolutely no idea what's going on. That's kind of how I felt it. the series would go. I don't even remember what so. it's about. All I remember was like, this doesn't make any sense and they're not going to be able to make it make any sense. It's like, it's like people have psychic abilities to sense other people and what's happening in their lives or something. But I don't know who any of the characters are. I don't know what they have to do with one another. I don't know what the plot is. I don't know what's, I, I honestly watched, you know, three 45 minute episodes of the show going, huh? Well, I got one for you that you'll enjoy if you're ready for a binge fest. Watch the OA. The OK? The OA. Oh, the OA. Oh, I started watching that too. I didn't like it. It gets odd, strange, and when it ends, you're still not going to know what happened. Yeah, I did not. I I started watching it and I didn't understand anything that was going on. Yeah, it gets better from the first episode. Uh, hmm. It gets bizarre. Kind of like Tim Burton. He started off really good, then this movie sucked, and then he kind of gets better. <laughs> All right, so let's get into I'm it then. Sorry, Shannon's ready to start talking Tim about Tim Burton movie. Yes, I was like, this is a Tim Burton movie. I had to type that down because that is hilarious. I hate Tim Burton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is a he takes huge swings, and a lot of times he misses. I think. I, I like the fact that he takes for them. me. I've never seen any one of his movies that I enjoyed, save for Sleepy Hollow. Nightmare Before Christmas? Edward Scissorhands? I hate Edward Scissorhands. Nightmare Before Christmas Beetlejuice? I can tolerate. I <sighs> have not seen that since I was a small child. Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is comment. legit good. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, um, Beetlejuice. <laughs> 1989's Batman or 1991's Batman Returns? Yeah. I love those. They were all right. They're hot garbage, oh, but I like them. <laughs> I like them. They were like my Batman. I like those Batman, especially yeah. with Jack Nicholson. That Batman murders people, but anyways. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't the other Batman murder people? No. no. Batman doesn't Batman kill. Batman doesn't part of murder thing. people. Yeah, and neither does Superman or... No, Superman Batman kills people all the time. Any other man. It's pretty much just Batman. It's Okay. Let's attack this Jalapeno's New Year movie that it starts really weird. This it, guy in a yeah. tractor. And it starts off with some crazy racism. Family. Right. Jalapeno New Filipino. Oh, is that what they said? <laughs> I typed in Jalapeno New Year. I'm like, what is happening? I was like, this I just realized that she's even more racist than the guy in the movie. <laughs> you have a Filipino friend and you're just like, what's up, Jalapeno? 
I guess I didn't hear what they said. Oh, wow. I was quite... I was like, why are there flaming cows? <laughs> I'm very confused. Guys, off the track. It smells like a barbecue. Mm. It's so stupid. And then they've Ooh. got a flaming running of the bulls, which reminds me of, like, what if Mountain Dew sponsored the running of the bulls? That's what they would do. Right. They'd, they'd set them all on, on fire, fire, and then they'd eat them afterwards. <laughs> Extreme, yeah! Couldn't they set yeah. them on fire like they did Katniss and uh, Hunger yeah, Games? Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Whatever makes you stop talking about this. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But, you know, it's so old school that there's opening credits in the beginning. I'm like, everyone is in this movie. Well, like, to, yeah. what what's the UFO doing behind that Filipino dude's house? What's what was the the UFO doing behind the Warner Brothers sign? <laughs> I think. I guess there's so many of them that we're not quite sure. And we but, get I guess. through the credits, all the ships are flying right, and we get a a nice look at what we're going to see through the rest of the movie as far as special effects go, which is awful. The science well, they are purposefully chintzy. I mean, it was clearly little models in front of a little model Earth, and that's no, that was all CG. What it was? Well, no, yeah. it wouldn't no. even proportional yeah. to it. Yeah, it's all CG. No, it was little teeny tiny models in front of a little model Earth. It's what it was meant to look like, but I'm telling you, it was CG. <laughs> it was garbage, but, but it's supposed to look like it that. It's supposed good. to look like those 50B movies. Right. You know, where uh, there's a monster from out of this world, and it's just, it's horrible. That's what it's supposed to look like. And he did a good job. He did. That is what it looked like. It looked mm. like stupid. It looked like garbage. Yep. And we get, like, a cavalcade of introductions to characters, because they're, it's just Jack Nicholson, Jim Brown, Jack Nicholson again, Annette Benning, uh Jack Black, Lucas Haas, Martin Short, Pierce Brosnan. Michael J. Fox. Glenn Close. Natalie Portman. Sarah Michael J. Jessica Fox. Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. I mean, it's just like they're pooping Danny us. DeVito. Yeah. I know. Here's a character. Christina Pfft. Applegate. Here's a character. Pfft. Which she's Jack only in Black. like two scenes in the whole movie. I, I think know, I said that but... twice. But here, here's my hot take on this movie, okay, guys? Nicholson is great in this movie. Yes. <laughs> he is. He now... is the only bright spot in this whole movie. True. He is pretty great. Is both characters. Mm-hmm. As a worthless sleazeball <laughs> and as president of the United States. That's the only reason I kept watching. And yeah. I kept wanting to go to my phone to, like, you know, troll the internet or do something crazy. <laughs> but I was like, ooh. And then Jack came back on. I was like, okay. I could see him as president. He could run with And that. I could see him as a total sleazeball. Yeah. He plays both really well. That wears wigs. <laughs> that wears way. wigs, yeah. That was the best. <laughs> when he took his hat off and his hair went with it. <laughs> Oh. Then his, his later suit. his later wig in the movie, he looked like he slaughtered a poodle for it, and then he bedazzled his suit too with like UFOs in the back. Mm-hmm. Right, he was a little obsessed. And then who names their daughter Taffy? Right. What well, it's her, like her name's probably not Taffy. It's probably Taffeta or something stupid like that. Yeah, something dumb. You mean like a hippie name from when your parents were and high? And... Do either of her parents pay attention to her at this point? No. No, they don't even look like they could be all. her parents. Yeah, Glenn Close. I mean, Glenn Close literally said something like, if that's going to be your attitude, then just go away. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just going to bother me all day, then just go away. <laughs> I'm going right. to ignore you. I also like, in the beginning of this movie, you see Martin Short, who is the oh, advisor to the president. Yeah, and he's obsessed with hookers. 
Well, right. His, Loves his tie looks like he's a clown. It's so big. And I was like, <laughs> is that meant to be there? Well, he's he's so short. He's got to tie it up that high. Right. No, like the Don't tie was the wide. Guy, you height shamer. Whatever. But That's okay. I guess you can make fun of your own people. So yeah, a shorties. <laughs> the midget community. Mm-hmm. Hey. So there's like exposition and jumping around and telling you who these characters are and filling everything in and blah, 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 blah. And it's all dumb. But I will say, this is our second movie featuring one Jim Brown. So way to go, Jim Brown, former running back Ooh. for the Cleveland Browns. What other movie? Jim Brown. Jim Brown was uh, the, the big black guy. guy in the Egyptian hotel. He played oh. he played the ex-boxer. Byron. I did not know that. Yeah, he was also in Running Man. Oh, uh, yes. I he watched was the flamethrower dude. I remember. Who Arnold ninjas from the I still did not ceiling. watch that. Oh, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. For sure. All the homoeroticism of the 1980s just chalked into one movie. <laughs> I did listen to the cast, though, so there you go. I'm up to date. Um, I so love the grandma. Just Annette, yeah. Annette Benning too, like, just takes huge bites out of the scenery in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> She's crazy. Doing like, like some... this crazy hippy-dippy, yeah. I'm going to welcome the Who aliens. Is... Right, but then she, it's like she can't make up her mind on what character she's going to be either. Yeah, she's all over the place, but she's, whatever she's doing, she's doing very big. (laughs) You just, Mm -hmm. I know. At her uh, AA meeting, she's like, the aliens are here to save us. (laughs) It's, It's just great. Oh, I also appreciated the fact that there was the donut, the donut shop, which... This is a famous donut shop that's in Iron Man. Same place. Is it? Uh, who cares? Yeah, when he's... It's Iron Man I don't too. think it's the same donut shop. I just think it's another giant donut on top of a donut store. To me, it, it seemed similar, but I was like, it's in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. this town has nothing but a donut shop. The one that you're thinking of shop. is in LA. So, that's not the same one. <laughs> it looks like the same donut. Now you're donut racist too? They all look alike? Oh my goodness. I was just picking out the, the fact German that in you is just coming out. There's this <laughs> donut shop in the middle of nowhere with like this mill in the, the background. The kid's kind of obsessed with donuts too, this Lucas Haas kid. He's a little right. obsessed with donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it's the international sign for donut. <laughs> what a true. retard. True. He's a very simple Jack type of guy. Yep. Hey, Jack. Yeah, Jack Black's in this movie. As a uh, Lucas Haas's brother, and he's <laughs> just as trailer trash and redneck as you can get him and his family. No, an Airstream yep. trailer park yeah. <laughs> assembling uh, what appeared to be automatic rifles blindfolded mm-hmm. in under two minutes. But he can't Jackson do it when the real fight comes. No, when he goes, minutes. when the time comes, he drops the magazine out of the gun. He's like, "Oh, yeah. cry up!" And then he gets murdered by the aliens, and yep. his dad and his mom are trying to change the channel like that's going to bring him back to life. That didn't happen. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's in this movie as a professor, and he gives this horrible interview with Sarah Jessica Parker, who is some sort of daytime news. I think she's person. like a daytime. I think she's talk like show. a talk show host. Yeah, yeah, she's like a Kelly ripoff, but she yeah. sucks at her job. <laughs> she, she pulls out the cards. Your name is Professor Something or Other, and she's like really bad at her job. Right? Hey, people but probably watch pretty. for the dog. And yeah, but she's pretty. 
Yeah, well, not and for long. And that's all that really matters. Or the short skirt leg action. Who knows? And she's banging mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox in the movie, who is an actual news person, and I don't think he thinks too much of her. No, I no, think he she does. is arm candy. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. No, he's real put upon later on when he's like, uh, she's trying to wave to him. He's like, good lord. This chick right. again? He's like, fine. Yeah, hi. I mean, he does try to save her later, which means, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he liked her more than he's expressing, but yeah. he doesn't make it either. Parkinson's gets him pretty bad. Oh, uh, ha, ha, ha. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Everybody Pierce... loves MJF. Yeah, I thought Pierce Brosnan was like a scientist. Yeah, he's a scientific advisor to the president. Oh, gotcha. Who's obviously, I, I don't know, they're Did all retarded. Like, yes. clearly, oh. they, they create like a translator that obviously doesn't work right. Right. No, it works right. The aliens are just no. lying. Because remember later in the movie when they're murdering everyone, they say, don't run, we're your friends. The translator works. Or, How or it, it works Or it just doesn't me. work. No, yeah. it. the aliens laughed, remember? They, yeah. they sent them the thing, and then Jack Nicholson sends them a message, and they look at it, and they laugh. They're doing this on purpose. But there's so many lines in this movie that just don't, they lead to nowhere. Like, when Jack's in red, and he hires, who's this fighter guy you were talking about? Byron. Byron. To, you know, get someone to pay him his money. He's And then Byron yeah, no says, point. I don't eat pork. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? You don't eat pork? Well, there's no point to him having any sort of relationship with Byron at all. It's not going to get him anything. It, it doesn't like, lead anywhere. It does. It's not going to add or subtract to the plot of the movie. None of it does. I guess it shows you Byron's <laughs> character is strong and that he wants to be a good man. So you could feel worse when he dies later. But he doesn't. Well, don't spoil it. Okay. I'm so totally, the aliens yeah. bust in to the transmission of the day. And they say, Which means, I forget what it means. It's like, we're aliens. Hey, we're And this is where we're coming. I think I have it pulled up. It's like 800 centuries. Oh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. All of green skin 800 centuries ago, their bodily fluids include the birth of half-breeds for the fundamental truth self-determination of the cosmos. <laughs> for dark is the suede that mows like a harvest. There you go. It's like something you read out of a Scientology book or something. <laughs> yeah, Ron Hubbard wrote that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's straight out of Dianetics. There you go. <laughs> And Brosnan immediately uh, gets on his horse about they're peaceful beings. They have to be peaceful. They're intelligent. So, And that's going to come to bite him in the butt over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we meet Lucas Haas's grandma, and she's got some crazy kind of dementia going on. She's wonderful. Right. With and the stuffed she... cat. Love the cat. <laughs> she's uh, into Muffy. really bad music. <laughs> what was the name of it? Like Stan something. Yeah, it's I not Polka. The... No. It's not. No, I, rem- it, I just remembered it being it's pulled like, up from when I was it, a kid. The guy's singing like Tiny Tim. You know, he's like, yeah. Well, right. it's just as bad. And it, 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 hold on to that because it's going to come become very important later. Of course. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down here, I think the hugest problem with this movie is this movie thinks it's hilarious, but it's not. It's really not. It's not. like. I didn't laugh at all. It's bad joke that after bad joke shuffle. after bad joke. I think I was like, this is. What? I bet you they thought they were making a movie so intelligent and so funny that people were going to die laughing during it. They would they would have to mop up the aisles with pee because everyone would be just laughing so hard. That's how they're playing this. 
it definitely it, feels like that was supposed to be the vibe right but it's just not funny unless it's right unless it's all ironic in which case it's can't. still bad yeah right <laughs> it's like nope Oh, so the alien sent out a message saying, hey, we're going to come meet you over here in Nevada. And everybody goes out to see the Martians, even Jack Black's butt crack. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But I thought this message was only to the president's advisors. How did all these other hippies show up to this Martian landing? I don't know. Yeah, that was, I'm like, whatever. You know, you could tell us like these itty bitty things that would make the plot make sense. So they're like cutting to some other story about some other person that we don't care if they die. But whatever. Well, the Martians land in the middle of Nevada desert, and their ships are bigger than I expected. Mm-hmm. They're kind of huge, yeah. and uh, they like giant hubcaps. Say we come in peace, and then murder everyone. <laughs> they right. murder everyone, <laughs> right? Except for Sarah Jessica Parker. They steal her and her dog, and they take off. Mm-hmm. And they switch and their heads. They, <laughs> what they do with them is very funny, right? They well, switch, we yeah. don't laugh, but it's it looks... no, no, not ha ha funny. It was just right. a funny concept. Yeah. And the president is shocked that the aliens would just kill everyone. Oh, right. Brosnan again. He's like, oh, no, it must have been a mistake. Doves might mean war on their planet. Right. Because there's doves. one of the hippie dippies uh, released a dove. Mm-hmm. So stupid. So the Martians are like, we want to come meet Congress. And they're okay with that. Sure. Just believe them. Yeah, Makes and, sense. And then we cut to like the alien ship. And we kind of find out what they're about right and they're like they're they're dissecting everything yeah and then they have her in a glass case or whatever you want to call it with her dog that's before we learned that her head was taken and one of them's looking at a playboy (laughs) magazine yeah the high leader of the ship he's checking out playboy right yeah it's just like big string of condoms on his lap (laughs) that was their messages that's how they write (laughs) Right. Don't be crude. They don't have parts. Sure. They don't have remember? genitalia, remember? <laughs> I don't, I, no, I'm saying he actually had a big thing of condoms on his lap at the time. Oh, I'll have to go back and see that. No, I won't. I'll never go back and look at this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's got to be some meme or something about that. So after uh, dog switching head and stuff, there's more dumb bull crap. They have a funeral for Jack Black. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. Martians speak to Congress, they've issued a full fake apology, and then they kill all of Congress. (laughs) Because that's all they really wanted to do. Right. And they steal Pierce Brosnan and fly away. The best part is when Grandma is laughing. Ha ha, they killed (laughs) Congress. I'm like, oh, that was kind of funny. I like cracked a smile, maybe. Right. So they got Brosnan and they cut his head off. Um, more bullcrap happens, and then there's this weird, like, roller skating girl, it looks like, walking around. <laughs> yeah. And no, Martin Short picks her up. Like a prostitute. She does, not, she does not blink the entire movie. No. Right. And he's so hard up for puss that he doesn't even realize how creepy she is. With her right. pointed she's boobs. She's super creepy. She's, like, beyond creepy. She doesn't speak. Nope. Or Mm-mm. blink or anything. He's just like, yeah, blonde, let's do this. Right. Mm-hmm. He takes her to the Kennedy room. <laughs> oh. uh, and she has a creepy eye ring that the other aliens can see what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Who's, who said this movie had to make sense? And then he Turns goes. Turns out. Oh. Go the ahead. weirdo girl is a Martian in drag. Right. Right. And she bites off Mike Martin Short's finger. Think. Yep. And then goes to kill the president. Yeah, goes on a little murder wife. spree in the White House. Yeah. Gets the president, takes him hostage, but the Secret Surface kills the uh, alien before it can 
And what's with these random tours going on? No, yeah. you cannot well, go this way. There's that's a, a recurring joke that happens, but it's not funny. Yeah, it's not no. a joke. No, the and, whole time I'm just like, why would there be a tour going on at this point? Well, yeah. the joke is that the White House, people live there, but it's like always occupied by other people. Like Natalie Portman comes out of her room when the general's yelling, and she's like, you need to shut up. People live here. That's like a reoccurring joke. Right. No one cares. But it's not funny. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. This movie thought it was hilarious. But we also see in this scene of the White House with the alien that these two boys, which is the whatever guy, sons. Byron's. Kills the aliens and saves. No, this saves. isn't then. This is, yes. this is at night when they were talking about when they the alien tries to kill Jack Nicholson. Yeah. It's and it was same. after that they have a full scale invasion. That's the next day. Oh, I think I you're right. I thought it was while they were trying to escape and Glenn Close dies. It seems like it's kind of no, 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 all no. the same it's, scene. He tries to kill the president. Remember, they kill the alien. And then there's a beat. And then the next day, all the ships are coming down and they try to get the president to the bunker. And that's when Glenn Close dies. It's almost immediately after, but it's the next day. Right. Oh. But okay. obviously my notes were like, oh my gosh, I have to type something. Something horrible, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and the two kids, they do save the day. They mm-hmm. pick up the guns because we've seen them play the shooting game over and over again. How's right. this going to come they back? Know how mm-hmm. to do the aliens. Not ironic. Yeah, and they go back home? I guess. Who knows? Dumb. But then they also show them attacking Vegas, and of course they have to attack this rinky-dink town in Kansas that Jack Black's from. But it's Gra- not Kansas, it's like Nevada. No, the other town. That no way. The cans the yeah Kansas. The Jack Black and uh Oh okay. The kid Never are mind. from Kansas. You're right. So the parents are like, they ain't getting the T V yeah. and they're loading right. their guns. That was also supposed to be a really funny joke and for some reason I didn't laugh. It's not funny. No. Um <laughs> non president Jack Nicholson. Uh he gets killed by his own hubris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, his his hotel of his dreams gets just blown, exploded it up. That was Jack, Bl- or that was Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yep. Oh okay. Because I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> Probably and, uh, while you watch this movie during yeah. all the I'm Vegas, like, I could not figure out who that was, and I'm like, I, it sounds like Jack Nicholson. Though. It's Jack Nicholson for sure. Yeah, that would be why it sounded but, like him. Then I. Eh? Then finally, the president gets the balls to nuke them, but they take the nuke. Yeah. It explodes it and suck up the explosion and then yeah, and they get high. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess you could. That's how they get. That's how they get their rocks off through radioactive materials. And like you think the movie's gonna get better because all of a sudden you see this robot with the alien inside, but it's not. Nope. And in, in during the Vegas chaos, Tom Jones concert, the aliens <clears throat> kill the background actors and start dancing. Yeah. Yep. And then he becomes one of the heroes of the movie. Yeah. Like, we didn't even hear from him the whole time. And all of a sudden, oh, okay. So the whole world is doomed, right? They're destroying everything. Nothing can save humanity except for Lucas Haas' grandma and her horrible record collection. So he he leaves his trailer to go save his grandma. The big giant robot Shannon was talking about comes, stomps, and kills his parents. And then chases him. But he leads it into some electrical wires and then makes it to grandma. So he's a hero. Where they meanwhile, find out... well, meanwhile, his parents keep telling him, "Just leave Grandma there. She's yeah. already half in space anyway." Her, her, her. We're yeah. Anyways, <laughs> good accents, guys. And then, uh, 
he accidentally figures out that the music will kill the aliens when he goes into his grandma's room and they're about to shoot her with their giant movable ray gun. And she yeah. goes, huh? And turns around and pulls the cord out of her record player and their heads explode. Yeah, what's the point of this giant gun when their little guns pretty much kill us to begin with? Do they not have enough mm. power in these itty bitty guns? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Efficiency. Yeah. It's efficiency, but... that's all. So But then we kind of cue over to the president where the aliens come in to the, the president. The aliens get into the bunker and they kill the general sunglasses dude. Before with the old they shrink and them. stop. Yeah. Gives him the old shrink and stomp. Yeah. Nicholson gets to have his little Moment. Pullman speech. His fifteen minutes of fame. <laughs> I'm gonna call it his Pullman speech. And then Except gets a flag Pullman planted through his abdomen. speech actually gives me goosebumps every time. Well, he gets his nice little speech as president. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why? Why did the alien have to cry? What to show? Oh, I. It's, it was supposed to be funny. That's. It's I, not funny. It's like you expected. You you knew he was gonna die. Okay, if the aliens have tear ducts, that means they need to wet their eyes. But they don't have eyelids, so they don't blink. So they don't blink. Mm-hmm. So explain this all to me. See. If you want to start pulling apart at the seams... At this just... point, I was like, yay, the movie's over. And I'm like, what? It's still going. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still going. <sighs> and Jim Brown uh, supposedly dies saving Tom Jones and Annette Benning and uh, the other weird Cleopatra hotel lady. Right. And then Pam Greer uses the force to uh, understand that he's dead <laughs> 2,000 miles away or whatever. Right. It's like, something bad happened. She's in Washington, D.C. He's in Vegas. She knows right. somehow. And then Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker kiss. The heads yeah. meet up on one of the they saucers. They fall in love. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. So that's pretty stupid. Actually. Yep. And then it shows the army weaponizing the song. How did they learn how to do that? They're driving a, around with a armored, you know, personal radio? carrier. <laughs> and they've got speakers on it. And they're just playing the song and all the aliens are dying. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, what I didn't understand is... Jim, what's his face? Jim Brown. Like, yeah, he, like, they turned it on on the radio station, and then I don't know. It gave this like visual effect of the radio waves yeah, leaving the like pulsing. And I'm like, right, as if just <laughs> that is enough to uh, do it. Right. They don't no. actually have to hear it. They just have to feel the radio. I don't wave. think that's it. I think they're just it's they're not. just showing it's just you stupid. like they would in the 1950s that the signals going out and it was yeah. the aliens on their ships evidently had the radio on. Apparently. Stupid. Why wouldn't you? I think I just fell to that station, that weird right. out in the middle of Kansas station. That's right. when they had the <laughs> Yeah. The hell cares? Yeah. But you know, the part where they're out in the middle of nowhere and they come out and there's like deer and birds yeah they're they're they went to right. lake tahoe i was like did we like right. cross over into mystery science theater and that wilderness it's movie? awful <laughs> it's awful why i was like no so, animal's just gonna approach you and then lucas haas and his grandma cause, okay all the aliens get killed by the song um they're cleaning up all the bodies Lucas Haas and his grandma get medals of honor from Natalie Portman. Is she the president right, now? Because a, a, right, apparently when both your parents die, you get to be president. Right. And Is that Congress. how the line of succession works in this weird alternate universe? That a I mean, granted, all of Congress is dead. It's likely Still, the vice president's dead. You know, you've got to be 35 years old. There might not be anybody president. left. Hey, she did play Jackie Kennedy. Who knows? 20 she did years play later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, anyways, it, who cares? 
Right. It's a weird alternate universe that this movie exists in where kids can be president. Um, and then the right. speech. Let's build teepees. Okay. Okay. Just turn the movie off. Right. I'm done. <laughs> but it doesn't end there. There's more. Oh, yet. no. There's the triumphant <laughs> return of Jim Brown. So we learned but that. But wait. There's not only, more. Not only does Pam Greer have jetty powers, they suck. She's not very good at them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then it ends with the song. Well, it ends not with Tom Jones get a He's falcon. By anyone. It's not unusual. And as soon as the falcon lands and there's more squirrels and stuff, this movie is over and we get to stop watching it forever. And that's the best part about this movie. It's like I didn't watch any Except part of the Except that song is going to be in my head for the next three friggin' days. I yeah. guarantee it. When the stars come out to be loved by everyone. It's not unusual. not unusual to, to see, see me, me cry. cry. I, I want to die. die. Watching this movie. So here's my thesis, okay? Spoon my eyes out. In the first press conference that Martin Short is uh, going for, they, they have this joke. And this movie can be summed up by this one joke. It's the chick dressed in mandrag asking if the Martians have two sexes like we do. And it just cuts oh. away. Okay? They thought that it was super intelligent and subversive and is this hilarious joke that they were going to just kill with. But it's a mildly funny joke that falls flat and is pretty unsatisfying overall. So that's what I kind of feel like this movie is. Absolutely. I concur with that statement. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It was... I, I mean, last week when we talked about watching this movie, I was really excited about it. <laughs> I had a lot of... I hadn't that, seen it we? since 1996. I had a lot of nostalgia built into it. You know, I, I knew it was a bad movie, but I thought it was going to be fun bad. It's not Because fun I to remember, watch. well, I know, but I remember having fun watching it, but I was 10. So, okay, so that might be why 10, I had fun. Go ahead and watch this movie. You probably, which our kids actually came in to watch this movie and I was like you guys can watch it there's nothing bad in it. and then all of a sudden there's this weird sex scene yeah right Applegate's with the alien nailed. panting and uh, yeah I'm like really gross. the one moment <laughs> of all the movie <laughs> but yeah it's not like even that part is such a tiny part that the movie is just plain bland to begin with it's not funny it's not a comedy it's what I want to know is why did chubby jack black go to war but that muscle-bound dude banging christina applegate didn't <laughs> didn't what what's happening because there? he was he was the he was a good son and he was gonna fight, fight for, for his, his country. country jinx jinx again <laughs> <laughs> now i'm gonna start singing <laughs> hey at least you have that song out of your head there you you're go. welcome thank you I'm oh trying to goodness. mash up Love is an Open Door and How Unusual in My Head. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. I was just contemplating 13 reasons why I should commit suicide because of it. Oh. Weird. Callback. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, so, Angela, you go first. Rate this stupid movie. I'm going to rate this movie a one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to give it that one simply for Jack Nicholson and both Butt cheeks and uh, in both uh, character roles, um, I he he's a chameleon for sure. I, I didn't even rec realize it was him doing the other role, but he, he did it really well. I guess I didn't recognize him as wait, president wait. of the United States anyway. So oh, gotcha. There's that, and uh, 
Yeah, that's it. Jack Nicholson gets one point. He's the only good part of the movie. He is. Yep. Ever, oh. ever, when oh. he first addresses the nation or whatever, when he and he's just sitting in that chair in the fireside just, chat, mm-hmm. right? So smooth and eloquent, and it's just if I if there were Martians circling the globe and President Trump decided to have a fireside chat on national television, I would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> this is completely inappropriate. This is not an appropriate response. That would be funny. They could remake this movie and put him in it, and it would be funny. But no. They would have to actually change the whole movie. I take that back. And so if I would rate this movie, I think I'd give it 0. 0.5. Ooh. I, I don't even Hot want to take. put it on the scale. Like, Do you wish uh, you could go negative? Yes. Some parts of me, I wish. But... Like, I will never, ever watch this movie again. There was a movie we watched. I couldn't stand it either. What movie was that? Do you remember? This means war. Oh, yeah. That was an awful movie. That, that was a tough set. Oh, but ugh, this one's worse. I definitely think this one's worse. That's why it has the point five. I enjoyed seeing a bunch of actors and actresses that I like, but their roles weren't even meaningful. Like, no. I like seeing Jack, both Jacks. Uh, the highlight was seeing butt cheeks of Jack Black, I think, because huh. that was probably the only comedic part that I laughed at. Butt crack. Yeah, that was it. What are you, 12? I was just like, <laughs> it's stupid, cheesy, and it had nothing to do with the aliens. So I was like, ha. Huh. So, yeah. Joe? Th- this movie is hot garbage stuffed garbage, and it is beneath everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Even Tim Burton's bad movies aren't this bad. No. You know? No, they're not. And whether you like Tim Burton or not, you can understand like his design aesthetic and why he's popular. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I understand why people like him. It's just, you know, yeah. and not to say that he's a terrible filmmaker or, you know, he makes bad movies. They're just not movies that I enjoy. Correct. I understand. You know, I, I'm sure they're good movies. I Here, just, here's one just for you that thing. is a very unpopular opinion. I don't like the Coen I, brothers. Hmm. The Who Brothers? The Cohen Brothers. What do they do? <laughs> what do- they wow. make movies. That's tough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because they're the most like Are they know, the, the Matrix most- people? No. They are like the most popular filmmakers. Who did of the, the Matrix? Last 20 years. The Wachowskis. Oh, that's a different set of brothers. Yeah, the Cohen Brothers made things like uh Fargo and The Big Lebowski and No Country for Old Men, The True Grit Remake. Okay, I don't like any of those movies, but... Yeah. I mean, I you're just naming off a bunch of movies I've never seen. Mm. But like, I, seriously, every time I talk to you, it's like I've never I've never watched a movie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen any of those movies? No. Wow. Wow, she has more sheltered life than me. How is that possible? Like, I've know. seen some of those. I think most of those I've seen. I think I've the last decade the I've kind of just stopped watching movies. Well, like, watching TV series. I liked Fargo. Um, so I keep like watching their movies and I keep not liking them. Mm. Yeah. You didn't like the big Lebowski? Lots of people like the big Lebowski. Like I know. Joe likes torture. He just keeps I know. doing it. I know everyone loves their over. stuff. I didn't like Burn After Reading. I didn't like No Country for Old Men. Oh. I didn't like the Lady Killers. I didn't like Intolerable oh. Cruelty. 
Oh, I did see the Lady Killers. Wasn't that with uh, Tom Hanks? And it was set yes. in like the 40s or something. Mm-hmm. I liked Old Brother Where Art Thou, He was though. super weird. I can't even do the accent. It was like this old southern gin and, yeah, and mint he's... julep. I, but I think for I Tim like Burton, it. it was terrible. What he has going for him is a lot of actors and actresses will just sign to be in his movies. At least they used to. I still think he has quite a following of people that will play he, a certain role that he'll want and they'll do. But he I think definitely his carries a, some clout. But yeah. he also has his gang, so to speak. Right. You know, like he's got his normal players, Natalie Portman. and mm-hmm. It's kind of like and, always uh, the same people. And Danny his, DeVito. His and ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Lestrange, whatever her name is, Bellatrix Lestrange. I thought they they broke up. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's so sad. Here's I my love tear. Her. Helena Bonham Carter. Okay. I Helena love Bonham her. Carter, I, yeah. I I think she's very very talented. Oh, she's, she's a very great actress. Mm-hmm. And I loved her in Les Mis. I loved her in The Heart of Me. She's just she's wonderful. Her like Tim Burton's deal is like he's got that creepy, otherworldly type of design aesthetic that he's known for. Creepy. And like Mars Attacks and the Planet of the Apes, those were not vehicles for him. They were not, Mm-mm. you know, they were not good choices. Don't even for put him. those two together. I don't know. They're both I his don't... movies, but his movie, like his, to me, his biggest success is Beetlejuice. I really? yeah, probably. Uh, I know. Ever whenever somebody talks about Tim Burton, they they're always saying Edward Scissorhands or you know. Whatever. Edward Scissorhands doesn't hold you up. Said that. Why not the night before Christmas? I, I didn't even like it. You're talking about in, non-animated? In, in 88 or whatever it was. It was okay. Did you rate the movie yet, Joe? I gave it a one. Okay, I didn't hear your rating. I'm sorry, I wanted to make sure. I don't sure. think I said it. All he that didn't. to say, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch it. Go watch don't. any other space alien invasion movie. Go watch Independence Day. I was just going to say, go watch Independence Day. It's Bill Pullman. It makes a much better president. And he is, that's his speech, goosies every time. If you want to watch a movie that makes you just as angry as Mars Attacks, watch Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, mm. I don't want to watch it. Don't. Don't. Mm-mm. Just watch Independence Day. Yeah, because okay. that movie actually has some funny things. It it does. Oh, it's surprisingly good for Roland Emmerich film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I don't know who that is either. Well, I will give him some credit too. Uh Stargate was his movie, so Ooh. Go watch Stargate and Independence Day. Come on, another good nineties sci fi movie. Uh, Did you say super uh was X-Files? that one with uh Oh Galaxy Quest. Oh, Galaxy Quest That's is good so good. Now, there's a movie Spaceballs? that is hilarious. It is so funny. I actually just recently, within in 2017, watched Galaxy Quest for the first time. For the what? first time? For the first time. Oh, you must have been and just it delighted. Holds, it holds up. It's so good. I like it. Alan Rickman was... Oh, my yes. gosh. An amazing and human being and actor. Peace, and Mr. Rickman... They were going Amazon greenlit a sequel, and then he died. Oh, oh that's so heartbreaking! Yep. Mm-hmm. By Grabthar's hammer, that sucks balls. Right? Oh, I love him, and I love Tim Allen. I actually, uh, who you know, it's kind of hard 
to like not like Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. I, I know right. a lot of people I, hate him because he's conservative, but he's freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> he actually got his show canceled for his conservative. Conservative. I imagine that was yeah, bound to that. happen. Last man standing. Yeah. 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 But you I know, people are like got into Last Man Standing. And that's why I watched Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. I heard someone talk about a super liberal person on a podcast talk about how they recently started watching like reruns of home improvement and they're like the show's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> it so. is it's great yes home bring improvement it to Netflix, was great please. last man standing is great tim allen's great i love him mm-hmm. yep. i'm with you on that i like tim allen i like to see him in more stuff now that his show's done mm-hmm. who yeah, will hire him sure though? anyone he oh, can well. come be on the podcast mel gibson will hire him maybe there you go. Oh. Why are you saying it hey, like that? Mel I Gibson's like back, Mel Gibson. baby. Yeah. Oh, Oscar-nominated film. Hacksaw Ridge. Ooh, good movie, oh, too. Yeah? I would highly recommend seeing that. Yep. I, I mean, I thought his comeback was The Beaver, and it didn't go so well. No, that was in the midst of it all. Oh. It was really I'll get to tell though. you, we're, we're off the on, The Beaver like, was really good. Tangentland, The Beaver's a solid movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but people really do have that affliction where they use those for therapy and stuff. Right, but he's a good actor. You can't. You can say he's racist, and you can say whatever. But he is a, a phenomenal filmmaker. He is, and for he's sure, a, a great actor. <laughs> I mean, I mean, quite on, on a very, very serious note. I went to see uh, the Passion of the Christ in the theater, mm-hmm. and I felt like. I felt like my soul had been raped. <laughs> mm. Oh my. Wow, that totally turned around my mood because you guys were talking about beavers and I couldn't stop laughing because I've not seen this movie. You've never seen The Beaver? You've never seen The Beaver? I don't know if I Watch did or it. not. It's a Jodie Foster film. Yeah, and Jody it Foster is Foster Isn't it with a puppet? Yeah, he has, yes. a, he has a therapy puppet that he talks through and he talks through it in an English accent. I'm the beaver. He talks kind of like Michael Caine. <laughs> right. Well, you guys are talking about it. Like, my mind went totally wrong. And I, I'm like trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> he while puts you guys his are hand in a beaver. <laughs> This is a totally different movie I'm and thinking of. I'm like, of. what are you talking about, you two? Was well, the soundtrack to the Beaver Bound to Bow Wow? He walks around through the whole movie with his hand in a beaver. It's crazy. And Jodie Foster's the beaver. I was very, very lost. And I'm sure our listeners were too if they've never seen this movie. And that's why I was trying not to laugh. And then Angela's like, on a serious note. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> Oh, Tangent Land's fun, guys. It is. It's pretty fun. It um, is. I like it. Yeah, so watch. There's like tens of thousands of movies you could watch other than mm-hmm. Mars Attacks. Uh, watch any one of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> watch some of them ten times. Just right. don't don't watch Mars Attacks. <laughs> and if you see it at a dollar store. It's not worth it. Yeah, don't even think about it. If someone pays you 20 bucks to watch it, don't. You could even like take the I mean, CD and cut it up and make I'm a o- craft out of it. I'm okay with making twenty bucks to watch this movie. It was only two hours, or it was only an hour and forty five minutes. That's okay. like ten bucks an hour. That's not worth it. No. <laughs> hey, I, I could have slept. I don't let stuff cut into my time unless it's twenty five bucks an hour or more. So <laughs> you got to be coming stronger than no twenty bucks, sir. So fifty, you'd watch it. I still wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd need triple time for this movie. It is garbage. I've seen it. I don't ever need to see it again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like... Yeah. Hmm. Well, now that we've got that out of our system, Ooh. nostalgia totally boned us all because we all remember this movie being better than it was. 
I didn't. Oh, and I'll I'll throw this hot take in there. Adam, um, I asked him if he watched the movie, and he texted me the angry face emoji. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe that sums it up. I believe if Adam were to rate this movie, it would be right along the lines of ours. Yeah. <laughs> he might have gone negative. <laughs> he might have. By the power of Grayskull, this movie sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So if you do love this movie, we're sorry. We're sorry that it didn't connect with us and nostalgia could not um, keep it alive in our hearts. It sucks. It's Joe, really you're bad. you're too nice. And, and uh, hey, tell us why you liked it. Yeah, give Maybe, us, yeah, give us what you loved about it. And if you tell us, well, Jack Nicholson is great. Yeah, we know that. We watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not enough. And we took notes while we watched the movie. I think like watching Jack Nicholson in this movie is great, but... I could just go watch A Few Good Men and be just totally engrossed mm. in a movie for a couple hours instead oh, of pulling my hair sure? out. So. Are you sure you can handle the truth? Actually, I if, can. if you recommend <laughs> any movie with Jack Nicholson, I would recommend... You just have to with the wrong Marine! I'd recommend <laughs> The Batman because it's a Tim Burton movie, Batman. but Jack Nicholson plays Joker, and I loved his role in that. Wait till they get a load of me. Yeah, and that's a much better movie going experience you know he's an academy award-winning actor right And he was in lots of movies before batman <laughs> all right <laughs> and lots of movies after batman yep but i'm saying if you want a tim burton movie with jack angela's Nicholson, favorite is about schmidt so um no angela's <laughs> awful awful horrible experience is about schmidt angela's favorite is actually something's gotta give oh how Aww. sweet how he steals a girl from keanu hmm yeah Oh, I forgot about that. Forgot about that? How she's totally with Keanu and he's like, I'm old. And she's like, okay. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think that's a movie like, I watched and I was like, oh, this is cute. And I was like, I don't think I want to watch this again. I don't think I have. Hmm. I'd oh. probably watch it a few times. Frances McDormand was really funny in it. That's, she's always that funny. My highlight. Right. I know. I cannot wait to watch that new movie she's got coming out. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, sweet Lord. It looks it's so got a long title I can't remember. It's like three billboards outside of something, something, somehow. Right. But it looks hilarious. Hmm. Oh, it so. looks so good. One day I'll look through the trailer. I'm sure that we'll see it, and it'll be a recommendation coming up soon on the Movie Dummies podcast. And if you want to check out, um, you know, other podcast is in, episodes, is... other movie reviews, just check us out at moviedummies.com. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you already told the listeners what we are watching next week. I did not. Yes, you did at the beginning of the podcast, you silly. Oh, yeah, I did. So <laughs> to repeat it because <laughs> I'm stupid. Your age is showing. <laughs> My age is showing. Joe had a birthday this week. Happy birthday, Joe. Oh, thanks, everybody. Happy birthday, Jojo. Actually, when this comes out, it'll be last week. So I had a birthday last week. <laughs> Three He's weeks ago. super old now. Yeah. yeah. Super old. 40s coming fast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so next week on the Movie Dummies podcast, we're going to be watching Coneheads from right around the same time period, and I remember this movie being fun to watch. I've never seen it. Uh, what? It's I got the original Coneheads from it. Saturday Night Live. It's got Dan Aykroyd and what's her face, Jane Curtin? Is that her name? Yeah. Chris yep. Farley's and, in uh, it. Sinbad's Ooh. in it. Sinbad's in it. And uh, I remember it being ridiculous. Hmm. And fun. Okay, well, did you remember? And Dan Aykroyd sings a song at the end while he's trying to play golf. Yep, I actually just watched this recently for some reason, and it 
is I, I had fun. We'll, gotcha. we'll see. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see it for the first time. So you've never seen this movie. That's no, I also didn't watch Saturday Night Live when I was a kid. Remember? It wouldn't have been on when you were a kid. This was in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, oh. the, the movie came out in the 90s, but right. gotcha. But, but I never watched Saturday Night 70s. Live at all when I was a kid. Yeah, it's not until I got out of the house and into college. Yeah, poor Shannon wasn't allowed to watch TV when she oh, was yeah. a kid. Oh yeah, poor Shannon. Life. She could only watch horror movies with her parents. But now I uh, have to watch these awful movies with Joe and talk about them. I have to. <laughs> Undercover Blues, anyone? No, I like that movie. Can you we, totally can we did not record with me. Was? I'm sad. Yeah. Listeners, hopefully, if you were to rate it, too. what would you rate Undercover Blues? Oh, I'd rate that an eight. Hey. I really enjoyed that movie. I was right. I've never seen we... it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And Shannon's brother got me an Amazon gift card for my birthday. How cool of him. And uh, I bought the Blu-ray of Undercover Blues. So <laughs> I'm hoping there's some special features or something on there that I can share with you guys later. But Sweet. So don't watch Mars Attacks ever. But watch Coneheads and join us next week while we talk about it with, I'm sure, is going to be a special guest. But I don't want to... Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, that's it. Oh, <laughs> do I have to say the Adam line? The Adam line. What is the Adam? Oh, go Michael Bay. That's not the right. I know. <laughs> it's yay Michael Bay. Oh, there she's got her movie oh, man voice yeah. on. Yay <laughs> Michael Bay. In a world. <laughs> See who can do it the best. Do it again, Boogie. Yay, Michael Bay. That went weird. That was like weird. grunting a turd out and saying, Yay, Michael Bay. I think that's what hey, most people do yes. when they poop, right? Yes. They're like, this reminds me of Bad Boys 2. Oh, yay, Michael Bay. And they just grunt hey, a turd out. Hey, I like Bad Boys 2. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I like it way better than Bad Boys 1. It it's a shiny turd. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, for Joe, I'm Shannon. For Frank, I'm Joe. <laughs> for Shannon, I'm Angela. <laughs> for Angela, I'm Joe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and for Frank, I'm Shannon. For Mars Attacks, I'm Bill. Bill <laughs> for Mars Attacks, there's the garbage. See ya, circular file. Next week, Coneheads, moviedummies.com for movie reviews and crap. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Don't watch Mars Attacks, it sucks. Yeah, Michael Bay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Act, act, um, act. Which, when you translate it, is Game Echo Bay. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> Weird. Maybe it's Bell Michael Bay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>